Hello everyone, Michael House in the studio checking in today from the Hilltopper Hooligans podcast as um, we are still in quarantine here today as of the date is now April the 19th of 2020, a week after, uh, I guess it's a week after Easter, I think last week was Easter wasn't it, yeah last week was Easter, uh, Easter Sunday last week, one week away now, um, Easter's on a different day every single year. I can never keep track of if it's Easter two weeks ago, one week ago. But it was Easter last week. So we are finally back today. Um, so we're going to be having a sports memory from really one of the first years I even remember WKU football. And um, the reason we're doing this is because Channel Kentucky is doing um a like rewind of Tennessee sports uh in this highlights and it says sports are canceled highlight number 226 they're already at highlight number 226 of this sports are canceled highlight series and um it was when WKU took on Tennessee in football uh, back in Bobby Petrino's first year and only year as the Hilltopper head coach on the Hill. Um, anyway, I remember this game because I was there. Um, what I remember from this game was we started off, and I was really young. I had no idea like who was going to win, if we even had a chance, or what was going to happen in the game. But what I do remember was we started off the game, first of all, I'm just going to go through the whole entire trip. So we got there, um, had some pasta the night before at this really good pasta place down in Knoxville before we went to the hotel, and they had an outdoor pool. We swam in it, um, went for a nice little swim. It was a really, really big pool, and I remember it being very warm for a September evening in Knoxville that day. Uh, the next day, we walked a very long way to get to the game. We were on a very busy street on the sidewalk next to it. And um, we really could not find the stadium at all. I mean, it was nowhere to be seen for us. And considering how big their stadium was, it's kind of crazy. So we asked a fellow Tennessee fan for help. He was very nice and gave us precise directions to the stadium. We got to the stadium, um, and it was just ginormous. And we had to walk a really long time in the stadium to get to our seats because of how big they were, but they were really, really good seats. And I remember we were really close to the field, um, and we weren't really high up or anything. I was scared of fireworks back then as well, so uh, I was scared, oh, the stadium is so big, they were going to have some big fireworks probably. But I remember they shot fireworks from like the river about two to three miles away. Whenever they scored a touchdown, I was like, oh, this is perfect. This isn't fireworks at all. So that was really good for me, too. I remember in the pregame, they had a really loud speaker that was booming music on the sideline. It wasn't coming from the scoreboard or anything on the sides, but it was coming from the field. They had a very large speaker on the side of the field on the Tennessee sideline, which is the one we were on. Um one of the things I do remember, we were it was zero zero. The game had just started. Ball was kicked off. Um, 
and we got the ball first, drove down the field, kicked a field goal. I was like, oh my gosh, we're going to win. We're up three to nothing because I was only in about third grade. I had no idea, but I was like, we're going to win. We're winning right now. Three to nothing. We're going to beat the University of Tennessee. This is insane. Uh, But then right after that, they scored. Took a, No, I think we did stop them on the first drive, actually. But then is when all had happened. Daddy threw an interception. Daddy threw another interception. It was two pick sixes in a row. Then there was a fumble recovery. And uh, then there was another fumble. Then there was another interception from Dowdy. And um, that was five straight sequences in a row that we had a turnover. And um, so that's what I remember from that. And I remember there was this very obnoxious fan that was sitting behind us. And he kept on saying, tops on top, tops on top, because we were losing so bad. And um, he was a Tennessee fan, obviously. He ended up getting kicked out of the game because his buddy, who was another Tennessee fan, was getting so annoyed with him. And he was so annoyed because all the Western fans were telling him to be quiet um, that his buddy ended up turning on him and went and told the police on him and they kicked him out of the game. So um, the game was not competitive at all. We did block a kick at the end of the game. I remember that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we have a chance. We're down 49 to 14 with a minute to play. Could we do it? But, uh, no, we weren't doing it that day. That wasn't our day. wasn't WKU's brightest day, but I have pretty good memory from that game considering how old I was that day. Um, and then on the way back, we were going back to the hotel. I remember there was a car and almost hit my dad pulling out of the parking structure. And I was like, are you crazy? Because we hear about all these Tennessee fans who are supposed to be really nice. And the dude at the very beginning showed us into the stadium. He was really nice. But all these drunk fans from Tennessee kept on... Uh, they, didn't, they didn't give us the best experience ever that we could have had. But uh, anyway, it was a fun game. Then we had to drive all the way five hours back to Bowling Green. Uh, which was not a great five hours after getting blown out by about... Uh, 34 whatever it was that we lost that day in knoxville um but i saw channel tennessee's post on twitter and it was about the turnovers so it reminded me of that game so i thought i would do a little bit of a rewind uh i i don't know i think you might remember that game if you do uh Give us your story in the comment section. But um, that was a fun day in Knoxville, even though we got killed. It was a very fun trip to the University of Tennessee. And WKU, they weren't ready to compete that day. But uh, it was a great, great day on the football field. and uh, Well, not really on the football field, but in the state of Tennessee for me. That was one of my favorite trips to Tennessee that we had ever taken. I've been to Tennessee a lot, though, uh, with Belmont, Vanderbilt, Tennessee. They have a lot of teams down there that I have went to see play. Um, so that is a WKU memory from me that I thought I would share with you today. Um, 
So now we are going to talk the mascot challenge. And uh, if you didn't hear what happened, BYU obviously cheated. And so SiriusXM literally reached out to both. I mean, it was just a Twitter mascot challenge. They reached out to both universities for a rock, paper, scissors challenge to decide the winner because of the suspicion that BYU had cheated. Um, And that is just crazy. Uh, To go from seeing that a team fan base has obviously made fake Twitter accounts and spammed the bots for the votes, uh, they literally bought them. If you haven't seen it, you can buy votes on Twitter like for $20 for only 500 votes. And they added about 5,000. So that was almost a hundred dollars spent on votes um, from the fan base of BYU. And BYU is a Mormon school. Um, I'm not a Mormon. I'm a Christian. And I don't think that I don't agree at all with what Mormons think, but they also have sort of the Christian feel to their background, and they're all really happy people usually, uh, and that was not very Mormon of them is what I've seen many people say as jokes. But uh, anyway, that's what happened in the Twitter poll. If you didn't know why we lost, we lost because they pretty much cheated. They really cheated. So if you didn't know, you know now. We didn't lose because we didn't have the most votes. I mean, we did, but they were bots. So I'm not counting this one as a loss, really. But you can if you want to, I guess, if you're a BYU fan and that makes you happy. But you do as you wish. Um, The sports front for that one, I'd rather have them. I'd rather beat BYU in basketball and football or baseball, whatever we play them on. But um, if you didn't also see, WKU Athletic Director Todd Stewart just put a simple little comment on Twitter as a joke kind of to the BYU president. And he was just saying that, um, like, to the matter of, hey, let you, you know how fun we've had with this mascot challenge. How about we have a home-and-home series between the two schools and decide who's the real winner on the field and on the court? So, uh BYU's president or athletic director reached back out to Todd and he said that he would love to. So we'll see how that plays out there. Uh, that would be really cool, honestly, because uh, it literally all started with the mascot challenge, and now we could be having a big series on our hands with BYU. BYU's a really long time away, but if they did a mascot challenge at halftime, that would be very cool, I think. Um, but We'll just have to see what they decide from there. And uh, we beat Smokey the mascot. We talked about Tennessee a few minutes ago. Uh, No SEC team could beat us. That's all I've got to say. BYU is not in the SEC. But none of the SEC teams could beat us in the challenge on Twitter. So, um, anyway. But BYU... We did lose, if I had to pick a top five mascot in the nation category, 
The best mascot would definitely go to Big Red. Maybe BYU number two. Their mascot does some cool stuff, but he is very unoriginal. Um, he's not original at all if you haven't seen him. He's just a little cougar thing, but uh, I don't think he's original at all. So I don't think I would even give him the number two spot. He does some cool tricks, dunks from outside the three-point line. But Big Red could eat him. That's all I'm worried about. So, BYU is just, they're pretty interesting. And uh, honesty is not there for them right now. Honestly, Big Red is 20 times better than BYU. So, uh, WKU Sports in the Fall, hopefully. We'll be coming up, and we'll be able to do a podcast for Hilltopper Sports with some actual news. But as of right now, we'll do some story time like we just did and a little mascot fun, as we mentioned as well. But in the meanwhile, this is the Hilltopper Hooligans podcast. Michael House checking in with you, and I hope you all have a good day for the rest of your day. We'll see you.